and I welcome you to What's New. We'll return today to Matthew chapter 27, moving on to verses 57 through 61. These verses give us Matthew's account of the burial of Jesus. He tells us that a rich man from Arimathea by the name of Joseph, a disciple of Jesus, received permission from Pilate to bury the body of Jesus. But from John's account, we see that a man by the name of Nicodemus who was a disciple of Jesus, was also involved. Here is John's account of the burial of Jesus from the 19th chapter of his book. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now, Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jews. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body away. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus by night. Nicodemus bought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices in strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Now let's look at Matthew's account, and here is what he writes. When evening came, a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, one of Jesus' followers, went to Pilate and asked for Jesus' body and Pilate issued an order to release it to him. Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a clean linen cloth and placed it in his own new rock-hewn tomb and rolled a great stone across the entrance as he left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting nearby watching. Here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. Jesus was dead. He gave up his life about 3 o'clock that Friday afternoon. Interestingly, we call that day Good Friday. Great things happened that day, which I've focused on in the past number of programs. Now Matthew writes, As evening approached, there came a rich man from Arimathea named Joseph, who had himself become a disciple of Jesus. 
Going to Pilate, he asked for Jesus' body, and Pilate ordered that it be given to him. Joseph took the body, wrapped it in clean linen cloth, and placed it in his new tomb that he had had cut out of the rock. He rolled a big stone in front of the entrance of the tomb and went away. Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting there across from the tomb. Matthew 27, 57-61 According to Roman custom, crucified criminals were left hanging on their crosses until the bodies rotted, especially those executed for high treason. This was done so that it might discourage others from criminal activity. Relatives or friends of the deceased, however, could ask the chief magistrate of the area for the body of the criminal, and usually permission for removal and burial was given, except in the case of high treason. According to Jewish law and custom, the dead bodies were not to remain on the cross overnight. Jews did not practice execution by crucifixion. Criminals were executed by other means, but after death, the bodies of criminals might be hung on a standard or tree beside a road or in a public place, not only for public viewing and as an example to others, but also as a means of thoroughly disgracing the criminal. However, such bodies were not to be left hanging to decay overnight. The reason given is that burial of bodies left hanging overnight would desecrate the ground when they were buried. Since the land was God's, given to Israel as an inheritance, that land was not to be polluted. This was based on the law of God as given through Moses in Deuteronomy 21, 22-23, which read, If a man guilty of a capital offense is put to death, and his body is hung on a tree, you must not leave this body on the tree overnight. Be sure to bury him the same day, because anyone who is hung on a tree is under God's curse. You must not desecrate the land the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance. On that good Friday, Jesus had expired around three o'clock. But now evening was approaching, and the Romans were doing nothing to remove his body from the cross. Six o'clock was the dividing time between Friday and Saturday. Friday ended at nightfall, and the Sabbath began. So a Jew named Joseph of Arimathea decided to remove Jesus' body. Joseph was a member of the Sanhedrin. Luke informs his readers that this Joseph had not given his consent to have Jesus executed. In fact, he was a secret disciple and follower of Jesus. Only Matthew tells us that Joseph was rich. This may explain the words of God through Isaiah 53, 9-12. Matthew began his gospel primarily to convince his people, the Jews, that Jesus was the Messiah. So Matthew often quotes from the Hebrew Scriptures, which predicted or explained Jesus. So when Matthew adds the note that Joseph was rich, he may have thought of Isaiah. That prophet said about the Messiah that he was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death. 
while Jesus was numbered with the transgressors. Isaiah 53, 12. He was buried by and with the rich. It is quite possible that Joseph of Arimathea had purchased a grave nearby specifically for this purpose. But there was another man who helped Joseph, and that was Nicodemus. He was a Pharisee and also a member of the 70 elders, the Jewish Sanhedrin. He was a well-known teacher in Israel. He knew the Old Testament law well. He first came to Jesus by night so that he would not be discovered. Later at Jesus' trials, Nicodemus defended him before the Sanhedrin, saying, Does not our law judge a man without first giving him a hearing and learning what he does? John 7, 51. This comment elicited the response, Are you from Galilee too? Now at Jesus' burial, he came out into the open and assisted Joseph. No more secrecy now. John writes in this gospel at the end of chapter 19, describing it this way. Later, Joseph of Arimathea asked Pilate for the body of Jesus. Now Joseph was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because he feared the Jews. With Pilate's permission, he came and took the body. He was accompanied by Nicodemus, the man who earlier had visited Jesus by night. Nicodemus brought a mixture of myrrh and aloes, about 75 pounds. Taking Jesus' body, the two of them wrapped it with the spices and strips of linen. This was in accordance with Jewish burial customs. At the place where Jesus was crucified, there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb in which no one had ever been laid. Because it was the Jewish day of preparation, and since the tomb was nearby, they laid Jesus there. Love for their Lord prompted these two intelligent, educated men, in spite of almost certain opposition, to act on Jesus' behalf. They, as members of the Sanhedrin, recognized Jesus to be who he claimed to be. They had loved him in life, now they cared for him in death. How thrilled they must have been when he arose and left the tomb a few days later. Jesus lives. How great, how glorious, how wondrous are your ways. You reign victorious, lifted high upon our praise. You are enthroned on the praises of your people. God with us, you are called Emmanuel. God is our strength, God is our refuge. 
What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 840H after California, 93263, USA.